Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, Forever Dog listeners. Before we get to today's show, we have to tell you about an incredible new podcast from Forever Dog called Comic Book commentary if you're a fan of comics and graphic novels comic book commentary was made for you each week a different comics writer walks you through one of their newest books page by page panel by panel sharing behind the scenes stories and so much more it's like a dvd commentary track hosted by the most cutting edge voices in comics providing an in-depth look at how comics are made and what they mean on recent episodes you can hear writer Sina grace talk about cementing iceman as a queer hero within the x-men universe zoe quinn share how she turned her battle with misogynist internet trolls into comics gold and creative team carly houston and noah hayes describe the making of their new book the avant-garde's about a ragtag women's college basketball team curated by ben blacker host of the writers panel and co-creator of the thrilling adventure hour comic book commentary is available wherever you find podcasts new episodes every wednesday what's standing between you and happiness is it you are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can even get help with, I don't know, anger issues (laughs) with... Your baseball team, perhaps? Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Three Swings listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code BASEBALL. If you've been wanting to get started talking today, go to betterhelp.com slash baseball and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor that you'll love and one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash baseball. Promo code baseball. Forever. Dog. I used to think that this was my town. What a stupid thing to think. I hear you biting off a brain down. I myself am on the brain. What's up, 3Bs? What's up, Diamond Dogs? What's up, Athletic Gerbils? Guess what? It's Rhea Butcher, the host of Three Swings, this very podcast that you're listening to. What's up? I hope everybody's doing great and that the end of your January is wonderful. I don't know if you can hear, probably you can't, but just in case if you can, there's a mariachi band practicing behind me and um, they're not the best. (laughs) It's very bass heavy. But um, anyway, if you can hear that, I apologize. Uh, I'm just recording this in the Three Swing Studio, also known as my couch. (laughs) Um, So I hope everybody's doing great. I had a wonderful time uh, watching and talking about The Natural with my friend Paul F. Tompkins. Um, No movie review for this episode. This one's just a straight talker. No movie stuff on this one. I did want to mention up top, though, Um, some non-baseball but sports-related news because over the last weekend, the NHL was having its uh, All-Star Weekend, and I've been, like, kind of getting into hockey, but not really, you know, kind of, and but not. Um, (laughs) Just because, like, I'm just not watching TV. But uh, I wanted to mention that uh, 
just the way so the NHL decided to have some of the uh USA team USA gold medal team players compete in some of the activities and then also um one of them um and this is like off the cuff so that's why I don't have names right at at the top of my thing because I I never take notes which is dumb but hey I make mistakes so the NHL invited some of the women's hockey players. So like, I believe from Canada, but also team USA who did win the gold medal for the United States of America as Olympians. Um, and they had them like Kendall coin. I posted a, a video of her doing the speed competition. And then another player participated in the passing, uh, drill. And, um, that one specifically, that one I wasn't following in real time, but um, they invited her to do it, but they didn't time her. Like the actual competition didn't time her at all, but she beat all of the men. <laughs> and they so they didn't give her any prize money because they were like, it wasn't official. She was just here as a guest. And the whole audience, well, not the whole audience, but a lot of the people in the audience then timed her and were like, she won based off of her video. And uh, so what ended up happening, which was kind of good, is that the the sports equipment, specifically hockey equipment company, CCM, decided to give her the $25,000 in prize money, which is awesome. It is great. I'm not trying to, you know, disregard a silver lining and look for the black cloud. But I do have to say, like, that behavior. And then also tonight, I just got on the internet out of not being on the internet like all day today. Um, and, uh, they had a women's hockey player whose name, like, of course I can't, I thought I had her name <laughs> pulled up here, but I don't have it. Of course. Um, <clears throat> one of the players was then invited to be an analyst for the night. And this dude, Wayne Pierre, who apparently is like a very famous hockey announcer. Sorry that I don't know that. Um, treated her like such shit like he just said he said to her like now we want you to be a uh, an analyst not a fan and like this is a professional hockey player so all three of these things so like yes you look at it and you go they invited them and to be totally honest they the nhl is doing more than the mlb did over the summer with the uh women's u.s national team they were invited to the all-star game and they they were doing like tours of stadiums but like I didn't see any of them throwing out any first pitches. I didn't see any of them getting to do batting practice with these guys. I didn't see them get announced at the games. So like we, we keep being brought right to the threshold and then just like, well, this is good enough. And I just think those examples of like letting these women come in and compete and then not letting them actually compete is it's not worse than not inviting them, but it really sucks. And I just want to point that out. Not because I'm like, I just want to be mad all the time. I actually don't want to be mad all the time. I want to see these things and be happy about it. I want to see people be included and, 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 uh, have their platform raised up. And I want people to know that the U S has a women's hockey team that Canada has. Well, Canada knows because Canada loves hockey so much. They literally don't care who's playing it. They'll watch anybody play hockey. And I wish we could all just feel that way because I, love sports so much. I want to watch anybody play it. You know, I really do. Like, I wish I had more access to different levels, skill levels of sports to go watch instead of just sitting at home watching multi-billion dollar corporations compete. Uh, it, it would be nice. You know, it would actually be like community building. It would be all these things that I've been talking about for years. So anyway, I just, um, Wanted to give a big shout out to those women who competed and beat a bunch of professional hockey players that make way more money than they do um, and just went out there and tore it up on the ice. And uh, I hope that they're they're what what they are due is coming soon. You know, they're getting it in tiny amounts. Um, but I really, I really hope that more people begin to respect them because I know a lot of people are in their corner and fans of them. And it means a lot. It means a lot to me. You know, it means a lot to me to see, uh, different kinds of people getting to play sports and play for their country. So, uh, that is just something that I wanted to pull up. Those videos you can find easily on Twitter. They're all up there and you should definitely check out these women because they rule. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to be right back after this. 
and we'll talk about some Hall of Fame stuff. There's nobody on the planet like you, so why would you buy a generic mattress built for everyone else? Helix Sleep built a sleep quiz that takes two minutes to complete, and they use the answers to match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. So whether you're a side sleeper like me, a hot sleeper not like me, like a plush or firm bed with Helix, there's no more guessing or confusion. Just go to helixsleep.com slash three swings, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. For couples, Helix can even split the mattress down the middle, providing individual support needs and feel preferences for each side. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights, risk-free. Right now, Helix is offering up to $125 off all mattress orders. Get up to $125 off at helixsleep.com slash three swings. That's helixsleep.com slash three swings for $125 off your mattress order. Helixsleep.com slash three swings. All right, we're back. What a great ad read that was. (laughs) Big news. One of the MLB's oldest traditions came to an end on Tuesday, January 22nd of 2019 when relief pitcher Mariano Rivera became the very first player in Major League Baseball history to be unanimously selected to the Hall of Fame. Uh, By the way, Ken Griffey Jr. almost had it, uh, and it's not by no fault of his own, like one single journalist said no for Ken Griffey Jr. So in my heart, Ken Griffey Jr. did achieve that and i'm happy for mariano rivera that's not to take anything away from him it's great that he he actually did it but i i fully believe that ken griffey jr did as well all of the 425 ballots returned by the baseball writers association of america included rivera's name and rivera was joined by three other inductees the late roy halliday pitcher for the blue jays and phillies longtime seattle mariners designated hitter edgar martinez and former orioles and yankees pitcher mike messina the prevailing opinion is that this tradition has been an embarrassment for the Major League Base for Major League Baseball, applying arbitrary, harsh, and selective standards of judgment to even the league's most iconic players. Also, Harold Baines is included, I believe, and that um, has been one that people are like, "What?" <laughs> so uh, that's been going on forever. In 1936, the first year of Hall of Fame voting, 11 voters said no to Babe Ruth. And 21 omitted Christy Mathewson. This created a snowball effect with subsequent voters arguing that if Babe Ruth and Christy Mathewson aren't unanimous picks, then player X shouldn't be either. As a result, 20 voters left off Ted Williams uh, off their ballots in 1966. Nine neglected Hank Aaron in 1982. Great year. Six left Nolan Ryan off in 1999. And 49 went against Pedro Martinez in 2015. And again, the closest to a unanimous unanimous vote before Rivera was Ken Griffey Jr. 2016 when only three voters decided against him. My bad. I thought it was one. One of the most shameful examples remains Jackie Robinson, who received 95 votes against during his first year of eligibility in 1962. That means only 77.5% of the BBWAA voted in favor of admitting Jackie Robinson to the Hall of Fame. For comparison's sake, that's approximately the same percentage that Mike Messina received this year, 76.7% of ballots. The minimum requirement for induction is 75% of the total vote. That is atrocious. <laughs> uh, of all the players to, to do that to Jackie Robinson, and I'm sure it wasn't, of course it wasn't racially motivated, I'm sure. So why now, and why Rivera? Besides Rivera's unrivaled status as the best relief pitcher of all time, one factor contributing to his unanimous selection is the more recent tradition of voters voluntarily publishing their ballots online. This is not mandated by the BBWAA, but has become accepted as the norm by nearly all voters in the interest of transparency. Look at that, it's kind of like a union thing uh so basically the tradition survived for as long as it did because of the secretive nature of the voting process but now that results are being publicized nobody wants to get dragged on twitter for voting against mariano rivera also very interesting to me that i would say i would guess that similar to the makeup of oscar voters i would imagine that the makeup of baseball voters uh hall of fame voters uh writers has diversified over the years so on top of that you also have a different mindset you know i'm not gonna say that every white guy 
because this is who we're talking about, who was voting for the Hall of Fame was voting to keep black men out. However, we every single human being has bias built into them based off of the life that they've lived. And so you don't even realize that you're being biased against somebody. I mean, they, they, they were just doing this arbitrarily. That's a bias. So once you also then diversify the voting field, and then on top of that, the voting field is like, I'm going to show you who I'm voting for. That really blows everything out of the water. And realistically speaking, that's what's happening with elections these days. And if we can actually fight uh, against um, uh, terrible gerrymandering and voter purging, we might actually be able to win something now because we could just show each other what we're talking about. I remember my grandmother spending my entire childhood telling me I don't have to tell anybody who I'm voting for, which I always thought was this like, you know, uh, you dignity of voting and you, you don't actually have to tell anybody who you're voting for. It's your right. And you don't have to tell anybody, but at the same time, there's like power and strength in numbers. And we actually have to fight big, big issues these days as communities, as people, as allies for each other. So it's, this is an interesting topic to me to be thinking about that. Like, everybody telling each other who they're voting for is blowing this open and allowing for change to actually happen. I find that to be really, really fascinating. So uh, speaking of allowing for change to happen, uh, I don't know that this is necessarily allowing for change to happen, but Mookie Betts this past Saturday, the reigning AL MVP Mookie Betts, uh, right fielder for the Boston Red Sox, the world champion Boston Red Sox, announced that he would be skipping the Red Sox's White House visit scheduled for May 9th. I won't be going, Mookie Betts said, per Peter Abraham of the Boston Globe. I decided not to. Third baseman Rafael Devers said he too will not attend Eduardo Rodriguez, Xander Bogarts, and Eduardo Nunez are also considering skipping the May 9 visit. Meanwhile, Red Sox players Matt Barnes, Ryan Brazier, Brock Holt, Mitch Moreland, Steve Pierce, Rick Porcello, and Chris Sale have committed to meeting with Trump per Abraham. Now, I, again, am not going to say that just because these guys are going that they are Trump supporters necessarily. There is something to be said of going, accepting an invitation to visit the office of the president. However, the office of the president, as far as I can see, has been desecrated uh, by a criminal who is also a racist and a bigot and um, uh, a terrible person. So it, I think, is probably easier for these white guys to go because to them it maybe hasn't that hasn't happened they can turn it off and they can say well it's not that big of a deal it's the president you know um and that's unfortunate you know because i think that these things these uh conflicts and standing up for what you believe in or not having to deal with something that is awful you know um not going along with things just because you're supposed to often falls on the people who are most affected by uh, Trump's policies and Trump's, uh, you know, is Mookie Betts going to be deported? No, but um, Raphael Devers, Eduardo Rodriguez, they might have family members that could be, you know, it's, it's, uh, you have to take a moment when you are in a, in a class or in a, a group that is less affected, it's on you to take a moment and say, and look and see what's going on around you. You know, you can't, and you don't always know, but that's your job is to stop and know, you know? Um, We talk a lot in baseball about, you know, guys just want to show up and play the game. They just wanted to, that would be nice. It would be nice. It would be nice if baseball players could just show up and play the game, but women don't get to play for a long time. Black men didn't get to play. Uh, Black women don't get to play, you know? Uh, So, you kind of can't just say like, oh, it's just a game. They just got to show up and shut up and blah, 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 blah. It, it, no, it's, it doesn't work like that. Um, you can't just like strip people's rights away, threaten people who are like them, and then expect everybody to just fall in line and also not be upset with you because you are falling in line. Both of these things are true. Is it an outrage? No. Is it unfortunate? At minimum, yes, it's unfortunate. So happy that 
Mookie Betts isn't putting himself in that position to have to deal with something like that because no doubt Trump would say some bullshit to him and he would have to roll with it and not look mad or this or that. So baseline, I'm glad that he's not going so that he doesn't have to do that and he doesn't have to put on a face um, and pretend like everything's okay because that's totally what would happen and that's unfortunate. Um, So great. I do have to go give you another ad. I'm really sorry. That's what the 30 second skip is for. (laughs) I'll be right back after this with January hot stove updates. My favorite. What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can even get help with, I don't know, anger issues with your baseball team, perhaps? Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Three Swings listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code BASEBALL. If you've been wanting to get started talking today, go to betterhelp.com baseball and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor that you'll love and one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com slash baseball. Promo code baseball. All right. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Right, on January 21st, the Reds of Cincinnati continued their whirlwind offseason, acquiring Sonny Gray, the perpetual underperformer from the New York Yankees for second base prospect Shed Long. That's a great baseball name. And a compensation draft pick. This follows their acquisition of Yasiel Puig, Matt Kemp, and Alex Wood from the Dodgers in December. I mean, Sonny Gray kind of sucks, but now that he's not with the Yankees, maybe he won't have all this pressure on him, and maybe he'll actually get to throw like he did with the Athletics. Um, I'm excited to watch the Reds, I guess. I mean... Hey, I know there's some history with Marge Schott that's unfortunate and pretty terrible. She was a bigot. And uh, I don't, I think uh, there's, look, every baseball team, every major league, every major sports team has terrible fans. Um, So unfortunately, that's something you can't really get away from. This is America. There are people wearing MAGA hats, terrorizing people. So I don't know, you know, I'm not wearing a MAGA hat. I'm just interested in watching the Reds. So um, we'll see how that goes. I I am so bummed that Yasiel Puig doesn't live in Los Angeles anymore. It's just really sad to me. I mean, I I knew this day would come that somebody I really liked would go away. And this day has come and it is Yasiel Puig. I really thought he was going to be a Dodger for life. And I'm, I'm real bummed about it. But I'm at least glad he's not someplace like Miami where he's just going to toil away for like nothing. Um, I would have even been happy if he went to like the Rays. And honestly, this year, well, they got rid of Jake Bowers. But look, I'm like, I am all in on the Tampa Bay Rays this year. You are going to see me in a Tampa Bay goddamn Rays hat this year. Like I've told myself I'm not allowed to buy any more hats, but I'm buying a double Rays hat. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm literally doing it. January 24th, the Dodgers signed Arizona Diamondbacks outfielder. AJ Pollock, instead of chasing a once in a generation star in Bryce Harper, great writing bench coach Brett, the Dodgers shifted to the next tier of free agency, acquiring a 31 year old center fielder who provides balance to their lineup and relief to their payroll. I'm curious to see how this goes. I have seen whispers 
that this doesn't mean that the Dodgers are out on Bryce Harper, but I think he's going to Philly or he's staying with the Nationals. That's what I think's happening. I would love for him to get signed. Um, I would say if you want to follow up, if you want to go dive deeper into the ins and outs of what's going on with free agency and the fact that these uh, major league sports teams don't want to pay the players, um, which by the way, I've neglected to say in my up top thing, the whole point, one of the, the whole point of me bringing up the women's hockey team is that the team USA went on strike to get paid and not even that much money. Like they just wanted to be paid a living wage and I've talked about this a lot, so I'm not going to go into detail on it, but um, they went on strike and they got a living wage. And I don't want players to go on strike because I want them to play, but also I want them to get paid. You know, I, I think this is always such a thorny conversation about, um, you know, quote, millionaires getting paid more. But like, you can't, you have to look at it exponentially. And you have to look at how much the person paying them is making. And you're talking about literal service time. Yes, these guys know they're lucky that they get to play baseball. They know that. That doesn't mean they shouldn't be paid. That's literally the same mentality of why people who work at Starbucks don't get paid. Because somebody, because the CEO, Howard Schultz, thinks they're lucky to have this job. That has been the mentality that I grew up around my entire life, that you couldn't say anything, you couldn't do, you couldn't ask for anything, you couldn't take time off, you couldn't stay home with your kid, you couldn't go on vacation with your kid, you couldn't go to the doctor, because God forbid somebody think you don't think you're lucky that you have a job that pays you $7 an hour, that you spend your whole life at, basically. And so, I, I don't, I I do have empathy for these people players. They should be getting paid. College men's and women's players should be getting paid. These schools are making billions of dollars off of their labor. We're talking about labor. These men play baseball for what, 10, 15 years. They spend more than three quarters of their year playing baseball, a sport that they love, that they are grateful to get to play, but they go and they show up every day. They don't spend time with their partners. They don't spend time with their families. They don't spend time with their kids. They retire at 40 and that's when they get to spend time with their kids and then they have bad knees. They have bad feet. They have hands that they can't pick anything up anymore and they have money that they made, hopefully, if they've had good people around them and they deserve it. Because they gave their bodies and they gave their lives to the sport and to the fans who show up and wear their shirts and wear their jerseys. And they deserve to be paid for their labor. So as I was trying to say at the beginning, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I go off on tangents in the middle of statements. But if you want to dive deep, deeper into this, because I'm really just kind of painting in broad strokes um go follow sean doolittle if you haven't already followed him he's a very outspoken uh baseball player and i'm very grateful that we have him period um because he and his wife Erin doolittle also do some really amazing outreach and like like feet on the ground philanthropy which is really wonderful um so anyway to speak to bryce harper and manny machado not being signed the most likely destinations for harper seem to be the phillies as i said or re-signing with the nationals the phillies are also the number one projected destination for machado although the padres have emerged as a surprise contender due to their budget flexibility i cannot imagine manny machado going with the padres that just seems like something he wouldn't do and the, the Cubs and the White Sox are still mentioned as possible destinations as well for both players. I really like Manny going to the Sox because they're actually like a fun team to watch. And I think they could be surprisingly good with uh, Cleveland sort of sleeping and allowing and doing like a, a bit of a rebuild while still going for it because they're in a terrible uncompetitive uh, division. So that would be kind of fun, I think, if Machado goes to the White Sox and then actually gives Cleveland a bit of a run for their money. Um, I would love to see that happen. And honestly, like straight up at this point, um, for many reasons, because I feel like my predictions would be even more uh, proven to be true. And also I could 
have a great time cheering for the Philadelphia Phillies with my base buddy, uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Um, I would love for both of them to show up in Philly. I would love it. I would love to see Aaron Nola get run support. I would love to see the Phillies like really go for it. I would love it. But because I love Sean Doolittle so much, I would love for Harper to stay in, in the Nationals, um, stay with the Nationals. With. So we'll see. I mean, it's really unfortunate and ridiculous. I mean, part of me feels like this is all, you know, the Wall Streeting of baseball, but also part of it feels like the sort of Hollywooding of baseball. And look, it's always been theater. Professional sports are theater for sure. They're entertainment. That's what they've always been. Um, but I think you know, at t- and 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 the fix has been in. This, these things are not new. I don't think any of this is new and there was a time when the game was pure and untouched like that's not i'm not i'm not naive but i do think that there are strings being pulled and i do think that it benefits media outlets and it benefits pr companies and it benefits you know all all of these entities that make money off of these guys and and the drama of where will they go and it's almost like they're making a a, a secondary television show to the league itself you know we had this last year with Otani and I don't like it. It's not entertaining to me. And I would much rather like see somebody go somewhere and then be like, Oh, this is exciting and see what's going to happen. Um, but instead we get an off season of like these small moves and then who's going to, what's going to, where's Bryce's plane. And like all that, like, I don't care. I literally don't care. What is this? Like the NORAD Santa tracker? Like just, just pay the guy, hire him, print his Jersey. Let's go. Like, I don't want to, I don't care. And it, it honestly puts me off the sport in a, in a weird way. And then I, I'm, I'm just like not into it in the off season. So anyway, I'm looking forward to finding out where these guys are going to go. <sighs> so after this, we will have a in-depth discussion about an incident that happened that you may not think is related to baseball, but Hey, I'm always able to bring it back to baseball right after this. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. I love my Quip toothbrush. I bring it with me everywhere I go. I brush for the allotted amount of time that I'm supposed to be doing it because it's timed and it tells me when to switch quadrants of my mouth. I do actually feel like my teeth are a little bit cleaner when I use it as opposed to a manual toothbrush. It's a really comfortable toothbrush. They send me the new heads when I need them. It's really super convenient and it looks pretty cool. Honestly, very cool. Sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough on your sensitive gums. So I love, I absolutely love Quip. I think it's really convenient and easy. It's a, it's a small portable electric toothbrush as opposed to like a gigantic bulky one that I would never want to take with me because I had to take like a charger with me and everything. This one just runs on batteries, which you can recycle. You can throw it in your travel bag. I absolutely love it. That's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash baseball right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash baseball. We're back. Three swings. This is the last act. Thank you so much for being here. I do want to mention, shout out to anybody that's a Three Swings listener who came to my Boise show, who came to my Portland shows, who came to my San Francisco show, who came to my Seattle shows, who came to my Tempe shows, who came to my Tucson shows. Thank you so much for coming out to those shows. They were a lot of fun. I had a great time. It was lovely to meet all of you. Thank you so much for buying the patches. I appreciate that. Keep a lookout for maybe some more merch happening. Um, I Uh, They've gone really well, and I'm excited, and it's a lot of fun to make. So I want to keep doing that stuff. And if you're not in any of those places and you wanted to see me, guess what? I've got some more tour dates coming up. I'm going to be in Santa Ana, California on February 16th. That's an LGBTQ fundraiser, so please come out for that. Um, Also, on March 
first i will be at thalia hall in chicago and then the very next night i'll be at gramercy hall in new york and then the following weekend starting that thursday which i believe is the fourth or fifth or sixth or something (laughs) uh this is all on my website i'll be at the vermont comedy club in burlington vermont it's actually my first time in vermont um if you can believe that i've been to new hampshire haven't been to vermont so come on out to those shows that's going to be a lot of fun and then i'll also be at the amphibian stage in fort worth texas starting tuesday march 19th all the way through saturday march 23rd um so that's a lot of shows there so if you're in fort worth texas why don't you come out to a bunch of them you know i'm going to be working some material out gonna do some new stuff do it new each time give it a shot so come out to those all right so we're gonna get into it um bench coach brett gave me some great notes for this episode obviously you've been listening you've enjoyed it this has been fun and wonderful so now we're gonna get into a little deeper issue uh we're gonna talk about the tomahawk chop something that has come up on the show before in regards to my fandom of the cleveland baseball team um when a mob of mega hat wearing students from covington catholic high school surrounded omaha nation elder nathan phillips on the steps of the lincoln memorial on january 20th taunting and harassing him and drowning out his performance of the song american indian movement one crude refrain could be picked from the noise the so-called tomahawk chop originated by the florida state university football team and later adopted by the atlanta baseball team and the kansas city football team and sure enough subsequent video footage showed members of the mob doing the tomahawk chop arm motion following is from the daily beast so the chant in and of itself is considered a slur by native people and advocacy groups have asked sports teams to stop rubber stamping this behavior since it first gained prominence despite the fact that the chant was openly used to taunt and ridicule an indigenous person in the video footage that gained national prominence no american sports teams utilize that utilize that chant have made any public statement on the matter. Amanda Blackhorse, a, a member of the Diné tribe and founder of the group Arizona to Rally Against Native Mascots, saw the silence by the aforementioned teams as both predictable and deafening. Nor was Blackhorse surprised that some of the boys immediately thought of the tomahawk chop when face-to-face with a native person, possibly for the first time. That is something that we have perhaps neglected to talk about in this conversation and this continual tornado of, was it racist? I don't think so. Was it racist? I don't think so. She cited a 2008 study conducted by Stephanie Freiberg examining the impact of native stereotypes in popular culture. In the study, native youths were exposed to stereotypical images of native people, including sports mascots. The result? Native youths saw a dramatic decrease in self-esteem while the converse was true for non-natives. A 2014 study by the Center for American Progress came to a similar conclusion. Non-natives think it's fun. They think it's a part of sports, Blackhorse said, and native people suffer the consequences. She continues, native people have been calling for the end of the tomahawk chop for decades. This is not something new. It isn't, though it may seem as if the chant has been a permanent fixture in sports culture. It only dates back to the early 1980s when the FSU marching band came up with the idea. Another FSU alumnus and historian ascribed its origin to an FSU booster group called the Scalp Hunters who invented the chant as a counter to rival the University of Florida's Gator Chomp. On FSU's website, the Tomahawk Chop, goes unmentioned despite ample evidence that fans consider it part and parcel of the in-game festivities instead the site outlines the ways in which the school has transitioned away from an openly cartoonish and offensive mascots and has worked in conjunction with the seminal tribe of florida to maintain a sense of quote dignity and propriety and quote celebrate diversity on martin luther king day fsu briefly tweeted out a manipulated image portraying dr king as if he were joining in on the tomahawk chop chop it was quickly deleted and the school subsequently apologized the Atlanta baseball team were the next to take up the chant in 1991 when star cornerback Deion Sanders decided to try his hand at baseball. Sanders attended FSU, and so during spring training, a group of fans imported the FSU chant as a way of welcoming him into the fold. 
The chant caught on. Fans began bringing toy tomahawks into the stadium, and the team's marketing department decided to get in on this potential gravy train, selling foam rubber red tomahawks by the boatload. Still, the trend might have died on the vine, but years after years of futility, the Braves won their first division title since 1969. When they reached the World Series, the tomahawk chop was given a national spotlight. As Black Horse noted, Native American groups took umbrage, but the team ignored them, per the New York Times, insisting that the chant was a, quote, proud expression of unification and family. Even former President Jimmy Carter, a longtime Braves fan, glibly dismissed the protesters' complaints, quote, with the Braves on top, we have a brave, courageous, and successful team, and I think we can look on the American Indians as brave, successful, and attractive, Carter said. So... I don't look on it as an insult. I think that is the whole conversation, isn't it? I don't look on it as offensive. I don't look on it as an insult. I don't think it's up to you. You know, I think that there are ways that we could have these conversations. You know, uh, Cleveland, the baseball team, will no longer have their mascot um, insignia on their uniforms, and it won't be in the, like, I'll use the phrase arena. Um, it's not on scoreboards. I think it's physically still at Progressive Field. There's a big neon sign. They'll still be selling merchandise because they have to so that they can park the trademark so that other people can't snap it up and then sell merchandise. Um, so it's it's a, you know, it's a move in the right direction, but you can't control everyone, unfortunately. And... You especially can't control them when there is no conversation around why you're removing it or that you continue to have the conversation to say it's time to move on and this is not respectful. Um, I don't think the people who are unaffected by the logos or the tomahawk chop or, you know, the 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 ways in which white people have uh, sort of mocked native people over the centuries of time that this country has existed. Um, I don't think it's up to us to decide what is and isn't offensive. I mean, I think that's what, you know, people, people have such thin skin about offending other people. If, if, if someone says, Hey man, that's not cool. People freak out, you know? And I think that it's on white people to, if, if you do say or do something that is hurtful and someone calls you out for it, um, and they have a right to do it in a way that's not kind. <laughs> you know, I mean, if somebody calls your mom a bad name, like you're not going to be like, hey, man, not cool. Like, how can how is it that you can't make those connections that like making fun of an entire population of people, even though you think it's not and they're like, hey, stop it. That's not them like taking your life away from you. <laughs> like it's literally them saying like, hey, have you thought about this? And I think also to go back to the beginning of this segment in this um, uh, qu essentially quote from the Daily Beast that I was reading, um, we're not even having the conversation that A, this is probably the first time those majority white boys have ever been to a place like DC where they had to interact with other human beings. And have respect for them, which they didn't do. They There are many videos of those boys screaming at all kinds of people, women specifically, and not knowing how to deal with uh, protesters that are always in these cities that if you live in the city, you know to ignore them because they're not, they're just trying to get a rise out of people. And so you don't like, you, you go to a city and these people who are these street preachers basically that are out like yelling all this stuff at you, you get offended. They got offended by that. And then they turn around and like are shitty to this native man. Like, and that's somehow an excuse, but also they probably, I, I, I read one of the like a long apologies that was written clearly by like a lawyer and a parent, um, where like they were saying that they have, of course they have a native friend who knows they're not racist. Like, that is such bullshit. If you had a native friend, you, you have a native friend. Where are they? Who is this person? Like, I really highly doubt it. I really highly doubt it. That is what every white person says. That's what Trevor Bauer says. That's what every white person says about logos, about mascots, about the tomahawk chop. Oh, I know this person. They don't care. I don't care. That's not who we're talking about. If they don't care, if they don't mind it, then they won't mind it going away either. 
You know, if they're like, yeah, I don't care about it. If it went away, then they would still not care about it. So there's a whole group of people who do care about it. Why don't you listen to them for a day instead of your friend who is just confirming what you already believe instead of that? Because that's actually how you grow as a person. Like, not as as a racist, not as any of this stuff, but also as a racist. (laughs) Like, that's how you actually grow as a human being, is that you have more than four friends, and you interact with other people, and you treat them with dignity and respect, because they're another human being who's existing on the same planet with you. And you listen to what they have to say, and you take it in, and you think about it, and sometimes you go, I disagree with that, but I'm glad that I had the experience of understanding it for a moment or you say you know what i think that person's right and i'm going to do this differently and i say all of this having made a ton of mistakes and continuing to continuing to because i step in it all the time you say something it's offensive to somebody they tell you i sit down and go is this something that i need to change is this person off base here probably not because it's their experience but but is this off base from what my intention was? Do I need to adjust what I'm saying so that my intention is more clear? What do I need to do here? It's very simple and it takes like so little time out of your life. And all of these things need to go away. Unless we want to continue being a country that ridicules and uh, mocks the people that we stole their home. If that's that's who we are. That's what make America great again means. To openly mock the people that we took their home from them. To openly mock people that we believe to be immigrants. To openly mock people who are gay, who are trans, who are bisexual, who are lesbians, who are different than us, who are gender nonconforming, who are a different color than us, who act differently than us. That's what make America great again means. That's why people shout MAGA when they attack other people. That's why. And yeah, there are people that just say, hey, I just want to make America great again. Well, guess what? A few people have ruined it for you. A few people, and it's more than a few, but I'm being generous. (laughs) And I will say that it's your job to take that fucking hat off or leave that hat on and do something good. Someone on Twitter, and I apologize for not having their handle because I hate when people do this. Someone on Twitter said, you know, I'd love to see a video of somebody in a MAGA hat doing something kind for somebody else because I haven't seen it and not a goddamn flag. Because I've seen enough videos of people in a MAGA hat holding a flag until somebody can come by and fold it up for them. Like, yes, I respect the flag, whatever, who gives a shit. It's a goddamn flag. I respect a human being a lot more than that flag. (laughs) They want to pound the flag over and over again. But what about actual people on the street? What about actual human beings? And being kind. You know, if that kid was being respectful, he would have told his friends to calm down. Be quiet. Let's all sit down. That's what a respectful person does. Hey, I know we're all excited and we're amped up. Let's sit down and listen to this guy play music for us. Because that's what Nathan was trying to do. But like standing there defiantly with that fucking smirk on your face is disrespectful as hell. And I urge you, if you're a person who does the tomahawk chop or wears any of this stuff, like, don't do it anymore. And not out of shame, just don't do it. It's disrespectful. And, like, you literally never know when you're going to see a Native person. You don't always know that somebody is. And that's okay. So you should be walking around treating people with respect. Preemptively. Preemptive respect. And I'm not going to get into conversations with people about how the... Like, that was clearly like a campaign to get out of it scot-free, to be able to do whatever they want. And like, oh, let's clean up our image now. They're still doing this stupid chop. And it has to go away. And I, you know, I, I toy with the idea of going back and cheering for my hometown team. And then this shit happens and I'm like, you can't. You just can't. You you can like them from afar because you have a history with them and you Francisco Lindor is great and you know Tito Francona is great and you like listening to Jim Hamilton and it gives you the feels when you see the stadium. But like you just you just can't put it out there, you know? You just can't because as long as this stuff is happening I I'm part of that. I'm part of it. And I don't want to be part of that. I I don't want to be part of it. So the Tampa Bay Rays don't do the tomahawk chop, chop. Great. I'm a big 
Tampa Bay Rays fan. Bring it on. (laughs) All right. Well, we got some more episodes coming up in February because pitchers and catchers are going to report in a couple days, and I'm very excited about it. Baseball is coming back, friends. Very excited for this season. Excited for fantasy. I think I'm just going to do an auto draft because, Jesus Christ, I can't do that shit again. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Please tell a friend if you like the episodes. Uh, We'll go back to a weekly format when baseball is actually happening again, which I'm excited about. Follow me on Twitter at Rhea Butcher, at Rhea Butcher on Instagram, the same. And please go get tickets to those live dates. They're all on my website, RheaButcher.com slash live dates slash. So check that out. Um, Yeah, and uh, I can't wait for baseball to come back again. Let me know what you think. How about you send me some rosin bag questions for the next couple episodes, and I will get to those. It was so... Great to hear from you. If you liked it, you liked it. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's standing between you and happiness? Is it you? Are your own feelings a roadblock preventing you from achieving your goals? Have you thought about talking to someone but are uncertain or unsure of where to start? BetterHelp.com online counseling is there for you. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with licensed professional counselors, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about. Depression, stress and anxiety, trauma, grief, self-esteem, and others. Connect with your counselor in a safe and private environment. Get help at your own time and at your own pace. You can even get help with, I don't know, anger issues with your baseball team, perhaps? Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist, all included worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. And for Three Swings listeners, you can get 10% off your first month with discount code BASEBALL. If you've been wanting to get started talking today, go to betterhelp.com baseball and simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor that you'll love and one that you can always change. That's betterhelp.com baseball, promo code BASEBALL.